we hold on to these these ego identities as a way of filling ourselves when we are not in touch with our truth. So, for example, in my life I have, oh, I, I think I have gone through mm, maybe most of them, if not all of them. The identities that I have found myself caught in and even stuck in for a long time in my life. Long, 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 long time. Decades. Decades. Number one, relationships. It started with my mom, as it so often does. And I didn't get what I needed from her. I think I found some of that in my dad. My dad died when I was 11. So there was no way I could get what I needed from him after that. As a child who didn't know how to be those things. Now I am everything I needed because I have this awareness. But from the time I was 11 to the time when I was about at least 25, 27 maybe, 28, even now 30, 31, right? I've, I've had to figure out how to be everything, how to be the love that my father was for me. And I think that's just been a lifelong journey just to be love. I didn't have a mom who was an example of principle to me. Not to any fault of her own. I mean, who wouldn't want to be their truth? Who wouldn't want to be truth? Who wouldn't want to live their truth? Who wouldn't want to be honest? Who wouldn't want to have integrity? If, if, I had, if I had seen that in her, especially after my dad died, I would have had, um, maybe had more of an example of it and maybe would have been closer to living it myself. But I didn't have a conscience uh, growing up and I often talk about that. I just remember lying all the time without any remorse or even thought about it later on. It was like I was living in some kind of numbness. I was living at, in, in some kind of void. I was living a colossal void of me. The void was, was the entire me. It was that great. And so when I met my partner, we met when we were 12 or 13, just shortly after my dad died, and we didn't um, really start spending time to, with each other until we were in our early 20s, and that's when we moved in together, right? It happened pretty quickly after we started spending time together, but my identity went from my mom to my dad to now my partner. So you can imagine when I turned 31, I mean, that was 10 years after I'd been living with him. When I turned 31 and my identity shattered because I had this awakening and I found out I was no longer his girl or his wife or any of the um, terms or ways that I had felt or considered myself. I was no longer his anything. My identity was completely gone because relationships is the number one way in which I fooled myself into into believing that I was something other than my truth. 
And don't get me wrong, my partner is the truth. He is the epitome of truth. But your truth will never ever be anything outside of you. Even if it is the most truthful human being on earth. Your truth cannot be anything but you. So God gave me the most truthful human being to be in my life. I, I really hoped and prayed since I awoke two years ago that there was something in it for him. And I know, and I know there is. Because I would, I would feel bad about it. But I know that there is some assignment because I know that the universe doesn't do things without its deepest intention. And so I know that he is also benefiting in some way that I can't understand. Did you ever think that somebody would benefit from lies? Did you ever think that, or did you ever know that it'd be possible? Because my partner is living proof of that. I don't know if he's derived all of the benefit, um, but in the remainder of my life, he will. Because those lies made me love the truth more than anything today. And I don't know if I would have loved the truth this much if I hadn't lived a lie for so long in my life. Maybe that's why the universe gave me all of this, gave me this life so far. And I understand that I also co-created with the universe, but there was a lot of unconscious there. And like I said, with my mom, or that I believe with any human being, who wants to live a lie? Yeah, on the surface, maybe people do, but deep inside, does anybody? No, there are some serious emotional blockages there. Who wants to, to feel the, the, the turmoil and the anxiety of living a lie? But if you were like me, maybe you didn't. Maybe you still don't. I do now. Oh, if... It hurts like, it hurts like hell. Like it's, it's torturous. It's torturous like hell. The lies that I've told hurt me more than they even hurt my partner because I don't even know if my partner thinks about them as much as I do. I lived them once upon a time and now I live with them. They're a part of, of my life. The lies. And today I don't want, I don't want to create any more lies. I don't want lies to be a new part of my life. Any, any new parts of my life. If they're, if they're old parts of my life, that's fine. I don't want any new lies in my life. I really don't. And I don't want to live them because I realize that I don't want them for myself. I don't want to be that person. And I also realized what hurt me knowing that I told these lies. What hurt me even more was my partner's suffering when he found out, when I told him. And I don't know if there's something wrong with me still there where I'm hurt more by my, the way in which I 
have hurt him, then how I feel within myself for telling the lie because I understand that I was a different person back then. And I was living on some level, um, I was living at such an unconscious level. I was just telling lies right and left without, without remorse, without thought. Afterwards, without thought, maybe a lot of thought before coming up with a lie. But I was really disconnected from my body. And today I, I can no longer say that because my stomach is a pretty good guide for what I need to do or what even feels right for me sometimes. I don't think I even connected to his hurt as deeply at the time because I, I was still in the stage of, of somewhat disconnection because I was severely disconnected when I told him the lies, right? I wasn't thinking about how it was going to affect him if he ever found out. I guess you don't think about those things when you just lie all the time. But with him, it's like, it's like I would never want to hurt him. And I don't know if there's anything on top. I don't know if there's anything extra there. Like, possibly coming from my relationship with my mom in my childhood where, where I just really was afraid of hurting her. And I know that I carry... A lot of that fear today, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to hurt people. I have been probably all my life. But that, that guilt that I feel for hurting my partner, it has manifested in, in ways that affect my mental health since, since I awoke two years ago. So there's something, there's something there that I, I'm trying to put my finger on and I will. There's an additional layer of, of not wanting to hurt because I'm afraid of what will, what will happen. And what will happen is that I will lose this person. Like maybe I lost my mom when I didn't behave with her in ways that she wanted me to. So my fear is that I'll, I'll lose this person's love and what does it mean if I lose that person's love? Well, if I lost my mom's love, then that meant that I wouldn't be able to survive. I would die. That no one would look after me anymore. No one would care about me. Care. Care. Can I turn that inward and, and say, I care about me. 
I care. I care about me no matter what. And I care about me in all the past versions of me and in all the future versions of me. I care about me. I care about you. Dear inner child, I care about you. So I've had this, this fear of hurting, hurting people. And I think that that's also another reason it's so interesting um, that I awoke because I then had to come clean with all these lies and I didn't want to hurt my partner. And that was the hardest thing for me because I never wanted to hurt him. And here I was, I mean, you hurt somebody anyway when you don't tell them the truth. I wonder how many people who don't tell the truth are afraid of hurting the other person. And that's not to say that, I mean, a lot of the lies that I told were subconsciously to hurt him, to make him jealous, to want me, to, um, to protect myself. It's interesting, this fear that I have of, of hurting people. Where does that come from? Where have I seen it in my life? Well, all of my awakening, everything that has come up, all the lies and situations and, and the conversations that I've had with my partner, that all definitely has its own, um, you know, that, that's its own big group. Another group would be when my partner would ask me something, if I did something, and um, it's almost like he would catch me when I didn't do something the right way or I didn't do something that I was supposed to do. And then I would lie immediately. Like the lie would just come out of my mouth without, without me thinking about what I was even saying. And do you guys relate to that? Do you have like a, an automatic response that's just a, that, that like where just like a lie comes out of you? It's like this, this need to defend and protect ourselves. And where does that come from? It, it probably comes from our childhood, no? Where we, we needed to do that for some reason or another. So this is the first ego identity that I have been, that I have just been caught up in all my life, the first and the greatest. It started with my mom, then my dad, then my partner. Now I finally know that, I finally know who I am. And it's nobody else, and it can never be. Because nobody else is the truth of me. I am my one truth. I am the one truth. There's nobody else that can be my truth. 
we'll continue next time with with ego identity number two stay tuned let me know what your your comments are if you relate to tying your identity to your relationship i love you guys i wish you nothing but your truth and the truth of who you are which is free of anyone or anything see you i love you